I'm Danny, that witch next door. And you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. You are in for a real, real treat. Trick or treat, so, knock, knock. Here we are. Such a timed drink of my water. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Who is that sneaky little voice you hear? <laughs> and if you're on YouTube, you can see exactly <laughs> who that sneaky little voice belongs to. Everyone, welcome to that witch neighborhood. I'm that witch mm. next door. Today, I have one of my oldest and very best friends ever and favorite people on the podcast. On, on to the podcast. <laughs> on to the pod. On to the pod. Welcome, Christy G. Christy G. Do you feel comfortable with that? Oh, sure, yeah. Okay. They can know my last initial. <laughs> Is it G? Do you want me to drop the G? Or? <laughs> do not. Are you okay? Is that G? Okay. <laughs> do, you, do you like that letter <laughs> or... So, Should I have picked something else? Christy and I have been friends since we were eight years. Yeah, that's young. about right. <laughs> we were, but very young, young, young. No, literally. Yeah, uh, children. Some might say. <laughs> some might have called us. By definition, really. <laughs> Third grade, Miss Faber's class. Mm. We got paired up for a project. Yeah, I'll never forget it. We will never forget enemies it. Enemies before that, I think. Correct. Were we? Yeah. We also both share a lot of the same like ironclad memory. Yes. So we can mm-hmm. recall very specific <laughs> memories from our childhood. From still so long ago. You're like you yes. should have more information. People don't remember us. We'll never Less forget much. them. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. And every time you let someone know that it's a gamble. You're like, I could be sharing a story with you <laughs> that you don't remember at all. And yes. it's super important to me. It's happened to me thousands of times. <laughs> thousands. And you're like, I have to take this risk. <laughs> yes. Because, because if you have story. it, if you remember <laughs> the memory, you'd want to trust me. You'd want to hear this. You're again. missing out. <laughs> you so I have wish to you it. could be there. Yeah. So as you can tell, we're very excited. We're in a very fun, always mood because we were born two weeks apart. So we have a lot of the same mm. quirky little <laughs> quirky little quirks. <laughs> oh, right. Some of those quirky those little quirks. Um, and so I thought it would be perfect to have Christy on for my Halloween weekend episode because it's my birthday tomorrow <sighs> and we're getting fun and we're getting weird. Mainly yeah. it's weird. We're just going to be weird. As weird. As, as we possible, can be. <laughs> paranormal. Mm, Again, that's really as some may call that. it. Okay. So before, before, before we jump into everything, I do have a quick announcement that my spooky, amazing pop-up offer that I'm doing with my business coach, Kate, I've, I've talked with you about yeah. Kate lots of times. Um, you all just heard me do an episode with Kate last time. I am offering a pop-up collab with her called the Align and Attract mini coaching series, where you are going to get a session with me, a session with Kate, then a collab with both of us, a breakdown, like a playbook essentially that we'll make for you afterwards. It's really, really exciting. And we're running a really hot special on it this weekend. So please make sure you go to the link in the bio to apply because it is a very limited container. This is a one-time only like two, three-week offer that we're going to be doing. So get over there now. 
And now. <laughs> oh, it's beginning. It's beginning. I was going to make a comment about what you just said. Please do. <laughs> that was oh, the that rewind. Was <laughs> we are now back to that moment. Um, I know you told me that about that before, but I don't mm-hmm. think I realized what it was. And I was like, cool, huh? felt like I was hearing it for the first time. And it cool. sounds oh, really so cool. Fresh. So you yeah. got a real, so what's yeah. your fresh reaction? Really? No, it sounds great. Awesome. Yeah. It's going to be really good. Yeah. I, Kate and I have been working on it and in some of our off time together and just having so much fun doing it. And both of us multiple times were like, I really want this offer. It sounds like a really <laughs> good idea. I'm going to be bringing my astrological knowledge to the table and really helping your business and your life feel aligned. Like helping you navigate where your soul's purpose is and your chart and stuff and really aligning that with different like career strengths and stuff in your in your chart. And then Kate's going to really help get into your actual like sales strategy and stuff like that. And so between the two of us, we're going to come up with this really, really amazing action plan for you moving forward. Ugh, it's going to be so, so cool. So hmm. take advantage of that. And happy, happy Halloween. Merry Samhain, everybody. Have you ever heard of Samhain, Christy? No. Samhain is the pagan name for Halloween. Okay. It has Celtic roots. Mm. And so it is what Halloween is based off of. It is the old, old ancient Celtic holiday that um, modern Halloween is loosely based on. There are some Mm. of our similar little quirky things that we do. That are kind of the same. Well, they're like, you can tell where they're birthed from. They're not the same at all. It's very, very different. So jack-o'-lanterns, for example, that was something that you did as um, like an offering to spirits and to the gods. And so you'd carve these faces and and they would represent either gods or you'd carve certain expressions to either like maybe banish something or maybe welcome certain things. Do you see what I'm saying? And so... They were used um, as like symbolic tools in that way. And then you would leave them out as like a sacrifice. So it's like taking a part of your harvest because giving up some of your squash and pumpkins during that time and during that like time of history, during that time of year, that's a literal sacrifice. Hmm. You really had to make sure you had enough food to make it through the winter. And squash is something that is one of the most hardy things that will last. So that's a real sacrifice when you're giving something Mm. like that up. And so that's where that comes from. And then later on, they became like lanterns and stuff, again, to kind of ward Uh. off evil spirits or whatever. And now it's become this tradition. So Hmm. Christy's also a Scorpio. Uh, 1111. We only told YouTube, right? Yeah. We haven't told them yet. I was like, (laughs) I feel like we just talked about this. It was YouTube. Sorry, everybody. Christy was born on 11-11. So, and everyone's like, what? That's so cool. Again, we just talked about it on YouTube. Yeah. Christy had the whole surprise. (laughs) You missed it. You really should go watch the pre-show tarot reading, actually, because you got I had had no idea that that was a thing. Nope. Exactly. But I do know. 11 is a very magical number. Okay. Yeah. I still don't know what it means. I just know it's a big deal. Um, Not a big deal, but a it's deal. a pretty big deal. No. Uh, no, no, it's not. No, it is. <laughs> now, does anyone else feel a little bit of confusion after those statements? Is it or is it not? Um, tell me you have a Gemini Mars without telling me you have a Gemini Mars. So, 1111, if you're born on the day of a portal, I mean, keep in mind that it's really open for interpretation, but 
there's a lot of potential that you can tap into. I would think having your soul return on it the day of a portal opening. Huh. Sounds like opportunity to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Wow. So we're talking about Halloween today. Essentially, I want to like have a spooky episode because what Christy here getting my head rest. Okay, there we uh, go. I was like, what? Settling in. It's a nervous habit. Like, really mess around. Oh, Christy's only ever listened to the episodes. Yeah, I've never watched many of She's never watched how wiggly I am. Nope, I'm all over the place. I I move around a lot. Okay, great. No, that's fine. Total nervous habit. That actually takes the pressure off me. I was trying to Oh, wiggle all the time. No, wiggle, wiggle. Wiggle all the time. No, we wiggle all the time. You just wiggle it out. Just wiggle all that out. Kindergarten teacher, you just let those wiggles out. And they're super animated because they're a kindergarten teacher. And they were always like... (laughs) Those long dresses, remember those? (laughs) Yes, Uh, The long teacher dresses of the 90s. Long teacher dresses of the 90s. Really transporting (laughs) me. your party theme. (laughs) Yes. So last weekend, we had our annual Halloween party, which was 90s theme. Yes. was amazing, obviously. How so, could it not be? We've been doing a lot of time traveling, if you will. Mm. We already Ooh. kind of do that together. I feel yeah, like. we. But that's a good point. We really go into memory mode, and they are specific, mm. aren't they? Oh yeah, vivid, vivid right. memories. Oh yeah. So you should not everyone remembers things that way. <laughs> yeah. No, no way. not at all. Most yeah. people, especially by the time you get to. Our old age. Yeah. You definitely start, I feel like, losing... The specifics. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. No, they're, like, burned in my imagery. (laughs) (laughs) I can't unsee our childhood. No. It's very weird. Kind of sucks. Really a burden, if I'm being honest. (laughs) Except for the parts that I was there, right? Because those are... Oh, I mean, just having that kind of a memory. Oh, yeah. It's kind of annoying sometimes. Yeah. Um, It's a lot. To have just carrying mm-hmm. around in there. Yeah, you can't forget things. No. So, it's a real shame. In the spirit of the spirits, first of all, how's everybody feeling? Mm. Moon is in Leo. Yep, Moon is in Leo right now. It's Friday, it's October 29th. We just had a quarter moon yesterday in Leo. So, yesterday may have felt like some tension. But I hope that you know that you worked through it and now you can kind of tap into that Leo playful energy and let yourself have a fun weekend, whatever that means and feels good for you this year, okay? So I am going to put on my curiosity cap. Oh, man. That does not come out often. (laughs) That is a dusty hat. And I'm going to ask Christy questions because I really do find these subjects fascinating. And I've noticed we've never, and again, we talk for hours. (laughs) We talk for hours. But for the amount of hours that we do talk, I don't think that we've ever really talked about this stuff. I don't think I've ever really asked for your opinions or experiences or what what you know about anything to do with spirits, yeah. spirit work, spooky stuff. Yeah. I know you don't We've watch scary movies. Which, no. Just I so you know. I'm frightened. Whenever I talk about, there's a difference when I'm talking about like spirit work and paranormal stuff 
and, and like death witchcraft and stuff. And then if it's, I am a horror movie lover. I do love the genre of horror, but that would be on my podcast with my husband. Don't worry. Mm. I would never come in here and bomb all of you with that. It's, it's intense. I get it. A lot of people are, it, you're either, you either love horror or you really, it's not your bag. And I know <laughs> that Christy and I watched some, like, during our formidable years, watched a couple of the scariest movies we've ever seen oh, together. yeah, The Ring. Like, together at your house. Yeah, The Ring. Which, if you uh, are a millennial and hmm. you saw that movie when it came out like we did, well, which was VHS, like we saw it, we yeah. rented it. When we were 12 years old. We were in sixth grade, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, is it PG-13? It's, yeah, it totally is. It's gotta be. Yeah. I don't think my parents would have stood for anything else. They were real strict. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't, my God. Oh, definitely wasn't R. I don't think no, it's we rated couldn't R. Have, we couldn't have taken that home. And honestly, that movie. <laughs> my mom would be like, I don't think so. Not that graphic. No, it was just so The closet scary. part. But overall, oh, not right. that graphic. Mm-hmm. That closet part fucked me. Mm. The whole movie really ruined us. Yeah. I mean. I was f- scared to go to bed for months. Oh, it took a toll on yeah. me. <laughs> I, so I used to love getting scared when I was little. And this is like one of the first things I want to ask you. So Mm. my relationship with a lot of this stuff is I loved scary stuff. Okay. I always chalked it up to my birthday, which is funny because like astrologically that does also make sense. Uh, But I mean, because it's the day before Halloween. My mom was always like, you're a Halloween baby. That's why you love um, spooky things or whatever. Oh, that makes Um, sense. But really you just like spooky things. Yes. And my grandma... Her birthday is two days after mine. Okay. She loved horror movies. Okay. She loved scary movies. And when I was really little, I was obsessed with learning about ghosts, reading scary stories, whether they were true or fake. Like it didn't, I loved scaring myself. I wanted to get scared. Tell me a little bit about how those things mm. were for you. Absolutely, Absolutely not. <laughs> Let me be very clear about one thing. I hated How did we watch being, it? We watched it at a sleepover. It was you, me, Paige, and Erica. I knew that. Yeah. I'll never forget the night. Yeah. But how did we... <laughs> we probably went to Hollywood Video. My mom probably brought us yeah. to Hollywood Video. And then, and we which is a blockbuster pizza. equivalent, just for those who are not clear on Hollywood Video. Yeah, I don't know how big the franchise was or not. I don't think it was that had big. Hollywood Video. But it was... Up there with Blockbuster. Okay, yeah. If you I were a loyal that. Hollywood videoer, you were you, like, it's better than Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like the Chipotle. I don't know why, because we didn't pay for anything. We were children. <laughs> they were literally the same movies. <laughs> yes. Across Everything the was the same. <laughs> In fact, I think they converted I think it was our just Hollywood the color scheme that you into Blockbuster. into the, like, if you like. Probably. Yeah. One was purple. And then and you had your classic blue and, blue and yellow. yellow. Yeah. Anyway. So sorry. But not. How was that flashback to Hollywood Video? Everyone's like, oh, I, I miss going to Hollywood Video. Yeah. I was never allowed to get candy. Oh, yeah, because it was a ripoff. Your parents were like, it's I'm not part gonna... of the experience. I just you, wanted yeah, it. Yeah, my parents were like, know, we're, then we're right. going to go to Walgreens. Yeah, and then you're gonna exactly. Buy <laughs> and I was like, okay. I mean, okay, like, but we, it is you different. have candy at home. And it's, oh, and it's the leftover from a year from, ago's yeah, Halloween. Like, Great. I'll so have this Jolly Ranchers in November. Perfect. Can't wait. Okay. So to answer your question, no, I did not like being scared. I think we ended up watching that movie because, oh, that's where we were. We Hollywood were at Hollywood Video. video. <laughs> <laughs> it 
And the th- you and Erica probably wanted to. And Paige and I yes. are just silent and like, all right, I guess we got to do We're it. We're in it. Yeah, we probably I'm not gonna made go you guys the gr- do it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, because we were- Erica also was like spooky. Yeah. And Paige One and I were day, just like, we don't have a mind of our own. I guess One we day we'll put all three of us on the podcast. You'll be in for such a treat. I, yeah. It would be a roller coaster of laughs. Now, um, so she did used to get spooky. You're that's right. That's how we ended okay. up watching it. But generally, I would have never rented a scary movie. Did you ever watch any before that? I don't think so. Like, not to that scariness extent. I think maybe, like, I don't know what it would have been. Like, I didn't see The Sixth Sense when it came out. I didn't see, like, any of those I wasn't movies. allowed to see Sixth Sense. I was mm-hmm. really mad because everyone talked about it. And yeah. I wanted to. I wanted to see Scream. I watched. And I wasn't allowed to see Scream. Uh, yeah, and I, I was really that. pissed. I for sure didn't even There was want a to. lot I wasn't allowed because it couldn't be R. But okay. there was a decent amount of good horror movies and scary movies during our time that were PG-13. Mm-hmm. So I was able to see a lot. But I think, I yeah, I don't think I was allowed to watch them until I think middle school, there was a phase where I watched them on like dates because the boy wanted to watch scary movies. So oh that's probably and when I saw like the Exorcism of Emily Rose. dates. Yeah, and you were like, I guess I'm watching this. Ugh, even it'd though- be like five- Oh and you have to like God. sit with your arm around the other person and your neck hurts and you're the whole sweating time. and you're so and you're, uncomfortable. Your, your hands palms. are like sweating uh, together and there's just a pool of sweat. Constant in pressure. You know they're gonna hands. kiss you at some point. Uh, what will happen? What will be like? Will you know what I mean? Well, oh, I even remember when so I black it out pressure. because yes. of hormones and nerves. God I mean, damn it. Who knows? Fuck middle school. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's your answer. So here's what's hilarious is I had the opposite experience. Started out by scaring myself, loving getting mm. scared. Mm-mm. I am not kidding you when I tell you how bad the ring fucked me up. Yeah. And I like swore off horror for probably three or four years. Mm-hmm. You can't see me, but YouTube can. And it's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. I, wa- the last thing I had watched was the ring in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing I watched was Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh. in 2005. Wow. Okay. Yeah. It really, and I struggled, and this is my next question. I struggled so badly with nightmares, like mm. vivid, vivid nightmares and bad dreams. Hmm. Did you, <laughs> I know this answer actually as soon as it's about to come out of my mouth. I don't know. What it is. I was going to say, did you ever have trouble sleeping or anything? But no, I feel like you slept very well and often. <laughs> I felt like you went to bed early and got I was up like, early. Where is she going with it? As soon as I was about I to ask I had you, trouble sleeping. You did? Yes. What kind of nightmares? Bad? <laughs> of course I don't I think I had or were they good I couldn't fall asleep once I was asleep I would be okay but I would be so terrified to fall asleep oh so you did also struggle here yes in falling asleep like once I was out I didn't have nightmares but like what I would create in my head before I went to bed yes <laughs> would keep me up and that's without scaring yourself and watching oh a bunch of yeah stuff. yeah well when I did that's what would happen for so long I was like I can't do this I do. Do you remember when Saw came out? Yes. And I remember Such seeing the first deal. one being like, this is bad. I don't like this. And then I saw the second <laughs> This, this is whole thing is bad. bad. And then the second one, I felt that way. And I think it was the third one when I was watching it and I literally threw up in my mouth. You did? Yeah. And I was like, I 
don't need to do yeah. this. Like, this is not for you. Like, it's okay. But this is not your thing. I love that part about being like, like getting older yeah. when it's like, <laughs> I'm going to just stop. I get zero joy. <laughs> I'm physically ill. You just threw up at the Old Town fucking movie theater. You don't have to choose this life. Oh, my God. It's unnecessary. It the opposite effect. Uh, I lost my fear the more that I watched them and the more that I was able to separate, like, reality from mm, non-reality and just enjoy the feeling of getting scared again, like when yeah. I was a little kid. And so when I was a freshman, I, like, mm. fell in love with it and just became obsessed with watching In freshman high school? Uh-huh. Oh, Okay. My boyfriend at the time. Mm. I'm going to spare everyone the names. It's hard because I almost I just almost was like, like blurted like, ah. out to you. Yeah, we have to be just respectful of privacy. Yeah. Scorpio season after all. Privacy matters. Real important. Yeah, we're all in the place Very. with the audio here. There we go. Sorry. Okay. Um, has mine been okay? Because I know no, that... you sound great. Okay, fine. Okay. okay fine. So now... That was my min. I know I just said we wouldn't talk about horror movies. I'm really sorry. We just went over oh, yeah. my entire background of horror. But now I want to talk about scary stuff. That's not nice. I want to talk about spirits. I don't want to preface it by calling it scary. I'm just excited that it's Halloween and I want to be scared. But I really am sorry. I'm not spirit work. I'm being dead serious. Spirit work. Um, working with ghosts, working with the paranormal is not inherently scary. That is a stigma. Mm. We are conditioned to believe that in media and Hollywood specifically, obviously. But, um, and then on top of that, because there's been so much fear mongering around the veil and the other side of the veil and spirit work that, you know, our parents and their parents really grew up with this deep fear and it was put on a lot of us. Hmm. Then some of us, like me, got older <clears throat> and kept finding themselves getting drawn back again and again or having these experiences and getting old enough to be like, someone can't just keep telling me this is in my head. Like hmm. at a certain point, this is this is an experience happening to me. And if you think that you have some mediumship type gifts, if you feel like you've had interactions with the other side of the veil, but maybe not necessarily identify or feel like you're a full-blown medium necessarily and anywhere in between on that spectrum, I, I almost guarantee you, you're probably correct. There are several times that there are very logical explanations around the house. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that spirits don't work in the ways that Hollywood says that they do. So I feel like people try and use Hollywood to debunk very real claims from people. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of an example off the top of my head. But I'm going to basically phrase it through a personal example. So I would have an experience and tell somebody like my mom or dad. Mm. And they would be like, oh, it was probably just this or this. And you're saying. And later on, when I learned about spirits and how they operated, I was like, I was correct. Okay. I was correct. The only reason they were like, no, it was this X, Y, or Z 
is because they saw that in a movie or their parents told them that's how it worked. Or, you know what I mean? Mm. It doesn't come from a place of study. That's what I mean. It doesn't come from a place of like educating yourself about paranormal activity, not the movie. Mm. That was an accident and hilarious. But seriously, (laughs) it's, it's, it's like advice that's only coming from a place of fear because they're scared mm. that they're you're telling them that. And that was my experience is I had things mm. happen since I was young. And whether it was my parents or like peers, I would have people just like, that didn't happen to you. Oh, okay. And so I just stopped telling people when stuff like that mm. would happen. And then eventually blocked those capabilities and like openings for a long, long time. They reopened again without me realizing it uh, when I was a senior in high school, which we're going to talk about. I'm going to share my ghost story with you. Um, Oh, we're going to, we're going to tell some stories. (laughs) We're getting spoopy. No. Um, I really wish I could do. (laughs) Like, well, it just looks like just looks like, like, like the tentacles awkward. Are like a, yeah, I was like a, a crab, but yeah, yeah. tentacles <laughs> work too. Um, get over to YouTube if you're wondering how we're dancing. No, it's if very you're wondering important. about tentacles, if you need to know, you may never know a true tentacle until <laughs> you, you head over to YouTube. Never. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Abilities kind of opened up again, senior year or so, and in hindsight, now knowing what I know. I I realize now why those abilities opened up because I was getting really into this stuff again at that time. I was like, it's 2008. The internet is fresh and alive. (laughs) Google is open all for, for, well, we're in Google. Okay. Jeeves is definitely dead at this point. I'm like 17 or 18. Okay. Jeeves died in middle school. I'm wearing Volcom. Does that right. help? <laughs> yeah. I can see it. My hair is dyed jet black underneath and white blonde on top. Oh, and this is senior year? Yep. Oh. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Everyone's yeah. like, I'm sorry, what? Correct. <laughs> Correct. Head I to toe, remember. pack sun. Or mm-hmm. I bought it like knockoff or uh, sure, the consignment. But it, but it was from Pack Sun at some point. It began there. <laughs> It, it started began its journey at Paxson. And listen, yeah. you had to defend yourself that way. That's mm-hmm. why I know what clothing I was wearing. Yeah. Because I was prepared with an answer. It's <laughs> always an explanation. Um, oh, my God. Okay. I, at that time, I really did get into that stuff again because I would babysit a lot because I would get grounded a lot for having missing assignments. Oh, yeah, you did. That happened to I, you a lot. Yeah, and I would stay up till like 2 o'clock in the morning on the computer yeah. just like falling down rabbit holes about... You just did le- do that. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and sometimes I would be I'd like, come how- and talk about it and stuff. But that's why you said the thing about sleeping because I never did that. Never I, did what? Like, would stay up late looking at shit. I was always trying Correct. to go to That's bed. That's what I mean. Yeah, that, I was, you are right. That's what I meant by you're a good came, sleeper. Yeah, like, yes. no, it, this you is wanted over. wanted to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. No, we I aren't doing this past always been o'clock. a night owl. Yes. No, I am not oh, that way. I totally forgot to tell everybody Christy's big three, which is Scorpio Sun, mm. um, Virgo Moon, and Capricorn Rising. So... I bet everybody's like, oh, I can see where the commonalities, right? Because the okay. Gemini Mars situation, but very different moon signs and 
rising signs. That's why as soon as everyone hears Virgo and Capricorn, they'll be like, she likes to go to bed. <laughs> she goes to bed on time. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? Very practical. What are you trying to say? Very responsible. Oh, yeah. Placement. Very structured. Yes, energy. About yes. My very bedroom. structured. Yes. Yeah. It is ingrained. real problem solving. Oh, yeah. And that would create a problem. a real problem. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it would create a problem. See? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, how far can I push it until I want to die from lack of sleep? Yeah. I, I could do not it. I'll be fine. <laughs> or I'm just not going to go to first period, obviously. That was usually my, because I had art. First of all, in my defense, I had purposefully had taken art. an extra credit so that I could have an extra off period when I was a senior. I did it when I was a freshman. Talk about yeah. that for foresight, by the way. I purposefully took an extra gym credit of all fucking things so that I wouldn't have to take an extra. Really? Yeah. And then my counselor made me. She was like, you're not allowed to have more than two off blocks. And I was like, oh. God damn it. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so by the time that. she made me fill the slot, all the other electives were filled. Yeah. And I had a 7 a.m. slot available for painting. Oh, painting and drawing. Yeah. And actually I did. I got my stuff showcased in the showcase a lot. Isn't that weird? She's like, it was terrible. I was really good at it. Oh, the teacher hated me so much because I hated going. And then I would do and then you were the good. work really good. Like, Not like in an artistic. Annoying. The things I would get noted for were like, I had to draw a house and I drew the whole thing with a ruler and a picture. I'm very good oh. at replicating. Oh, okay. For the most part. With a ruler. There's no, this hand can't do our, you saw the tentacles. There's no smooth, this fluid. <laughs> Look at that. That's, that doesn't draw things. <laughs> but give me a ruler and hard lines to draw, and I'm going to be one of the best in the entire class. Because <laughs> I'm very, like, type A, and I like symmetry. So we had to draw Victorian oh houses. Oh. Listen, this is the episode that you're getting. <laughs> You're learning a lot about me today. <laughs> You're getting to know baby Danny in high school, who was already uh, and if you didn't so anti-system. What a waste, because <laughs> it was a disaster. Christy <laughs> and I were really close. Mm. We were those, we were in the same toxic friend group. Yes. That was horrible to each other. Many times, many yeah, friend groups. But like, it was... Unfortunately, it's a classic group of girls. <laughs> I hate to say it, I'm very feminist, but that is one hundred percent. It's what you're thinking. A group of girls yes. is was our friendship. Very, Those very mean to each other, yeah. leaving each other out, um, locking yourself we in the bathroom at your birthday party. Oh, we had a blast. <laughs> okay. Well, at the same we birthday bitches. party, you'd make up a dance. Yeah. You'd be hot and cold all night. You never knew where you mm. stood. You could be best friends. You could be enemies. Yeah. At any given moment. <laughs> Christy and I always were consistent because we can't stop acting like this around <laughs> each other. There is not a lot of room for conflict Since when the this moment is every we conversation met. ends here. Very now, few places to go. Sometimes we have serious conversations. That's true. Very. No I one cry. ever witnesses them. Yeah. No, oh, we cry together. Enough. Yeah, of yeah. course. We've known each other since we were eight years old. Yeah. But yeah, something happens. It's like, like a chemical a exchange where it's like, oh, I can be my real self. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you get. <laughs> oh, the like the dork. Self. Like the she can come out. Like she doesn't have to be in the cage. <laughs> she doesn't have to get shamed. Like I can be like, yeah. come, on, come on, she's lean here. In. <laughs> It's fine. The water's fine. That's exactly. And the rest of the time, it's like, keep it together. Yeah. 
Can, there are there really? are expectations. <laughs> yes, and you are going to pull there's, it. There's bumpers on your lane here. Let's <laughs> let's keep it between let's the focus. ditches. That's what my dad says. Keep it what? Keep it between the ditches. That's what he tells me. <laughs> All right, Christina, keep it between the ditches. Great advice. Yeah, it's just from like D-Man. keep your yes. shit together. I like While you're that. out there, keep it together. And I try. That is such classic advice of his, too. (laughs) Keep it between the ditches, Christy. He'll say nothing else outside of that. (laughs) Just to give you concept. And when I say this, I mean, he's just, no, and it's serious. It's just a vague, cryptic message from father to daughter. (laughs) We know the type. Exactly. You should. You You also know the type we're talking about. Exactly. (laughs) Were you born between the years of 1988 and 1996? You might have this dad. This might be your dad. Did your dad have a swishy football coat of his favorite football team? They all had it. And they were all different teams, but they all had a giant Uh, oversized swishy. Did he have like really big sneakers? Yes, and tall socks. Thick. Thick oh, and it was something funny. I just bought my dad a pair of those like two days ago for his late socks father's day. The, the, the big Reebok high top sneakers. Because <laughs> there was still They're to this never day, going out of style. Shoe. And his wife is like, oh my God, please I don't bring that. another pair of those shoes in my house. <laughs> and I do it anyway. Did you? Okay. Did anything scary ever happen? <sighs> I don't, I've like I've hallucinated a couple of times and people are like, that's a mental illness. But <laughs> what no. do you mean? No, take us through. No. <laughs> like there have been a couple of times where I've like heard someone's like voice talking to me at like a sleepover and I don't know what it is, but it's like, actually it's my brother's voice saying. What? I know. Isn't that weird? Nope. We're going to need you to elaborate. No, it's, it is weird. I'm glad about that. And that's why I'm saying, yep, is let's this a real dive thing? in. It sounds really interesting. That's why I went to go But it was just his voice. So there was like two times. Well, what kind of sleepovers? How old were you? What kind it was of Brooke. sleepover? <laughs> no, I said that part. <laughs> what kind of sleepover? I meant to say where, like how old were you? It was Brooke was and I think it was probably, I was eight or nine, I think. It was okay. the first time. And like we were sleeping in my downstairs guest room. Remember that room? Yep. And my of brother's course. room was all the way, you know, up the yep. stairs. All There was no way that I could hear his voice from there. Right. But like- I was hearing it like it was right next to me. Like I thought I was hearing his voice talking about Pokemon cards and like haunting me about them, but he wasn't there. What do you mean? Like he was talking like to me about talking Pokemon about cards. Pokemon cards? But like that I did something wrong. He was like yelling at me about it. And I couldn't. And you were awake. Yes. And I knew like, but I could logically be like, I know he's not here, but I couldn't like turn his voice off. Would he weird. ever, would it ever happen? Would he get mad at you about the Pokemon cards? Yeah, we had a cards? huge Pokemon card fight. <laughs> Of course, of course we did. did. That you morning. <laughs> the very next day. There was, there's, tons of them. We are having one right now. <laughs> it never he, ended. He called me yesterday. It was called the About Great Squirtle. Pokemon War. <laughs> and there battles. Oh Do you God. know? Because of Pokemon battles. I. But I don't think that was a witch story. I think that was just like, I don't know. Well, no, like that's definitely health. like psychic ether stuff. That's really? definitely, yeah, of okay. course. I don't, I don't know that. It sounds more like to me like you got a little preview. That's called clear audience. Oh. It sounds like you got a little sound bite of what was going to come. Okay. Which was Dan getting mad at you about the Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. I see what you're that's saying. That's why I asked if it ever happened. You're like, yeah. absolutely, <laughs> definitely. 
was under a lot of pressure about the Pokemon cards. <laughs> yeah. I wonder when it was yeah. in relation to our biggest Pokemon card. So card. I've never, once in a blue moon, I'll get a clear audience message. Okay. Not my favorite. If you are clear audience, bless you. I, and that's when you get the future? Well, this is going to be fun. I mean, not like word for word, but like. So, oh, I want to teach you a little bit about time. We don't necessarily know how time works. We know our concept of time, which is linear. Mm -hmm. It is very likely that that's just the method that is easiest for us to cope with. Because it's probably so much more complex than that. So know that nobody has the answer. But the future isn't necessarily in this linear way, the way that we think that it is. Okay. There are alternate things happening. I tr- I've been trying to even call them other lives instead of past lives as much oh, okay. recently. Because there is this past nature and this future nature. There is some forward and where you've come from motion and like somewhere you've been. But at the same time, it's also not linear in this, in this human concept, like the way that we think about it. So when you get messages, it could happen in what we call like the future, but it could be, we also have free will and like control over every moment. So sometimes things come to pass and sometimes things don't come to pass, but that doesn't mean that you aren't legit or that you don't even have to consider yourself to like have special abilities to receive messages. Everybody receives messages. Everybody has prophetic dreams. Everybody has we all are tapped into the same network, if you okay. will. But some of us figure it out and try to strengthen it. Meanwhile, okay. others, it's like they'll get little snippets of messages and be like, huh. Um, so like the little shadows that you see out of the corner of your eye and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's something that I was always raised. Like your eyes are playing tricks on you. Yeah. And, you know, of course, if you go in and dig into... If you try to debunk something, you're probably going to just be able to. If you just don't want to believe in something, you'll be successful. So, of course, no matter what we ever talk about on the show, you can always go online and find something that's going to tell you it's bullshit. That's fine. It's really more about what resonates with you specifically. Mm -hmm. But, okay, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened to me. Okay. I have a few, but I'm going to share my main one. Okay. If you know me from high school, you might have known this story. This was senior year, though. We and I don't really chatting at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, when you yeah. have old friends like that, you know what I mean? You take like a, a break a that long, you don't talk a, about. quite you just a sabbatical. <laughs> yeah, sabbatical. Exactly. There was no, in like, what's the word ensuing incident? That's not what it is. Now. I don't remember there being a specific incident. No, that's I agree. Saying. Yeah, it just no, sort of like I, I eventually you mm-hmm. feel like your lockers aren't in the same hallway anymore, Make and then you have friends. different classes, yes, and then exactly. it's not intentional. You hang out in different places in the lobby, and mm-hmm. have different lunch blocks, See, and it's it all happens. over. Yeah. yeah, it's all over. You're <laughs> you're <done>. basically enemies. <laughs> <laughs> and so Christy doesn't know this story, even no. though she did know me from high school. So there's so my there's- edit right there already. Okay, <laughs> so. At this time, I was 17 or 18 years old, and I had just started 
really getting into paranormal stuff again since childhood. And I do actually think it was kind of like the stuff we talked about earlier um, on the first half because I had started getting into horror movies and stuff again. That's right, yeah. And so I remember researching paganism and like people that practice Wicca and I would look up paranormal stories. Some of my favorite things to read are like the lists online about like creepy things that like three to five year olds say oh, like, yeah, about yeah. their past lives and stuff like that. I find that stuff so fascinating. And I didn't realize it, but I had really started opening myself back up to all, to being aware of all of these energies. And so one day my mom and dad and sister were at a funeral for a mom that had passed away from my sister's school. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. I've always found that hard to say. It was the little girl was in her class. So we knew her. It was really, really sad. And it was unexpected, which we'll come back to later. But it was unexpected. She was uh, in remission for a while. And then Mm. cancer came back really hard and really, really fast. It was so sad. And so it's probably 10 or 1030 in the morning and I'm still asleep, of course. Oh, this is in the morning. Yes. Even creepier. plot twist. This is all happening in the broad daylight. I probably, yes, that's a very good note to mention. I'm glad you- So 10.30 in the morning, you're awaking from- I've, you know, I'm 17. So I'm awaking from the dead sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Because I probably went to bed at 4 a.m. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm a real, you're like, I never would do that, but- I I don't think I ever have. (laughs) That's not entirely I true, but it's close. I used to do that way too often. Anyway, and because I was like, well, I'll just sleep till noon. Boom. Yeah, but six, <laughs> eight hours. Solid eight hours. Yeah. What's six, the problem? Eight, yeah. yeah. Well, the problem is if you're... Never it's right. a terrible problem. You're exactly Well, right. I just can't sleep past eight o'clock. So like no matter when I'm oh, going to bed. Oh, that's true. That's, that's true. part of my issue. But this yes. isn't about me. So Sorry. here we are. So my dog, my family dog at the time mm-hmm. came downstairs and woke me up. In my my room was in the basement, and I went upstairs to let her out because I thought that's why she came and woke me up. And for sake of the story, I was just wearing like underwear and a big t-shirt. I didn't have any pockets on her, nothing like that. Okay. And so I go upstairs to let her outside, and she is just being so weird and will not go outside. But I'm not registering that she's being weird. And I just you know, roll it off or whatever. I go to the bathroom on the main floor to go pee really quick before I go back downstairs to go to bed. And right when I went in the bathroom, a nickel fell on the floor by my feet. And I, I thought nothing about it. I just picked it up. I put it on the counter. I peed. I went back downstairs. Well, as soon as my feet hit the very bottom floor of the basement, a nickel fell on my foot again. And that's when I was like, and someone's in my house throwing coins at me, <laughs> which is ridiculous. But that is instant. I was like, someone's in here, intruder. Yeah. Like that's the space that I'm in. I fly and put clothes on and I went upstairs to get my dog and she was on the very, very top floor. And my parents' room and my sister's room are on opposite sides of the floor from each other. So there's a big, long hallway, remember? Uh And so 
she's back at my sister's room around the corner, so I can't see her. And I'm at the stairs right by my parents' bedroom. Opening. Right. So you and, went up the stairs at this point. Mm-hmm. You're up there. Okay. I'm almost to the top. And I'm calling her. And I see her finally come back from around the corner, just staring up at the ceiling, following something, like following after it, not looking at me at all. And then just stops in front of my parents' bedroom doorway and just stares <gasps> up at the top of the doorway. And I remember out loud going, and you're on your own. I got to go. Like, you're, are you fucking kidding me right now? So Ooh. I leave. I go pick up my idiot boyfriend at the time. I'll just say that and nothing else about <laughs> the identity. Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, but idiot is a fair identity. So <laughs> it's just good, <laughs> good name. To describe really great. Yes. Um, I go pick him up. I definitely don't think he's an idiot at the time. <laughs> just to make I didn't think about that perfectly clear <laughs> at the time. Really think he's a swell guy. Yeah. So swell. that's why I pick him up. And I'm really confused. I don't know what I think. You like left the house because of this incident. Yeah. And you're like, here's who's going to help. Correct. Okay. And so they bring him back to the house to search the house. Cause I'm like, listen, this is what happened. Oh, I meant to tell you that when I left the nickel at the bottom of the stairs was gone. Oh, it was the second nickel. Mm-hmm. Okay. Never went back to the bathroom ever. Mm-hmm. So I never knew if that one was in the bathroom still. That one fell by my feet, and then I just set it on the counter. Okay. And then another one had been by my foot at the bottom of the stairs. And that one, I ran, remember, to my room, got dressed. On my way back to go upstairs, it was gone. And I was like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. And I leave. I pick him up. I tell him the story. He is really not skeptical, kind about it. Right. Again, mm-hmm. the idiot part. So, but... I'm like, ah. <laughs> I'm 17, okay? And so uh, he comes back to the house and walks around with a fucking, almost a chicken knife, but I mean I, a kitchen a knife. A chicken. I, I used it for chicken. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out who this guy is. You don't, don't obviously don't tell me, but I'm just running through them in my head being like, which Ugh. one could it be? It's not a good one. <laughs> they never are. That's are they true. really? Yeah, exactly. There's a couple. Okay. That's a different episode. That's a whole different episode. That's going to be a bonus episode. Okay. So I pick him up. He's not great. He searches the house with the kitchen knife. Mm -hmm. At one point we were upstairs and I remember, and it was winter by the way. So we were wearing our snowboarding jackets and I had gotten emotional and he gave me a hug like around the top of my head. So I couldn't hear anything because his... Yeah. Jacket was around me. And all of a sudden he like drops his arms. Yeah. And like he's listening for something. And I was like, obviously, what? What? Yeah. What the fuck? Is that? <laughs> nothing, 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 nothing. And like would not. And then he's like, there's nothing there. So it's nothing. And I, so whatever. Finally, my parent, we don't find anything. The nickels are gone. They're not in the bathroom. It's not at the bottom of the stairs. He clearly doesn't believe me. And my parents get home from the funeral. They are not giving me the time of day. My mom was always too scared to listen to stories like this because she was like, this is my own house and I'm terrified of I don't want it to be haunted. Yes. And my dad at first was kind of just like writing me off. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I go downstairs. I have to go to work this day. This is all happening on like a Saturday. And I have to go to work at like noon or one or whatever it is. And 
I go downstairs and my boyfriend was still there. And before I went to go take a shower and get ready, I was like, seriously, what did you hear when we were standing upstairs? Yeah. And he was like, oh, my God, I just thought that I heard somebody cough downstairs. That's all. Clearly, nobody was there, so I didn't. And I'm like, well, it probably was a fucking, like, yeah. Yeah. It was probably some. You probably heard it. So I go back in my room. I go to grab my, this is a lovely 17-year-old trait. I go to grab my towel off the floor. Oh, gross. And a fucking nickel falls <gasps> out of the Towel. Out of the towel? Like oh, flew out and fell on the floor. My God. How would my, how would that be in my shower towel? My gross, nasty shower towel that was on the floor. That. Like, that, do you see what I'm saying? That yeah. makes no. So when I finally did tell the story to my dad, when I told my coworkers at work that day, everybody's like, there's no way. There's no way that that's possible. And I'm like, I'm telling you this whole, this whole thing happened in broad daylight this was not like nickel already on the floor. This landed. This like, I thought at first that there was a human person like, perfectly <laughs> aiming. <laughs> this one's really going to get her. Tossing a dot or tossing a nickel. No. Uh, I wanted you to, never mind, enter what? your house and there was just like a sack of nickels. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God, that'd be hilarious. So the guy, one of the, the guys that I work with at the time, uh, ends up telling me, he's like, he's the only one that believes me. And he's like, I really think that it was a spirit. Mm. And he opens up to me and tells me that he's a medium. His mom okay. is, his son is, he doesn't practice. Um, but he starts telling me all these different things that I can do if I feel like investigating the house or whatever. And this is 2008, so we all had digital cameras <laughs> and he's like, just walking around with the flash on and take pictures all around your house. That's a good idea. And I never ended up doing that. I was always too afraid to do it. I never yeah. ended up doing it. And I kind of left it. This is winter and I leave it. Well, that summer, I am working at summer camp. Okay. Yes, I'm at Seacrest. And the year before that, I had known somebody else who passed away, who was one of our my longtime coworkers and a mentor of mine. And he was a counselor while I was a camper at that camp. Oh, and he passed and then away? I, yeah, and I oh. ended up working with him, and then he passed away from, a, from cirrhosis. So, oh, shit. Yeah, That's it was really sad. sad. And so very unexpected. I had yeah. no idea. He was only 35. Like, huh. it was, yeah. That was the summer before. Well, this summer that's happening, I'm obsessed with ghost stories. And I am notorious for telling the kids at camp scary stories. I got in trouble, actually. I had to apologize to yeah, a couple of parents. Of course. They, got, they had nightmares, yeah. <laughs> I was really good at making them up, which is a bad thing. But they were good. And maybe one day I'll write them again for adults who are allowed to read them. Who would make a conscious yeah, choice. I had to, to totally apologize. It was terrible. So, of me, but also... Terrible inside to have to do. Yeah, to face a parent. Yes, I was like, a teenager. Ugh. It sucked. It was a total idiot thing to do. Anyways, so, because don't you remember us doing that? Don't you remember telling each other all those scary stories in yeah, elementary school? Yeah, my mom school? had the, the scary, what was it, the scary stories book? Yes, scary stories it? to tell in the dark. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. We had, I mean, we used to scare, we would all sit around on the playground. Remember, we would, like, 
we played Bloody Mary. Like, oh, we yeah. Played, and we did the Ouija board. Yes, we did. The, the Erica had a Ouija as a board. Feather thing. We did Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board. Yeah. Just we, conjuring things. Yes. At any opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. So when I was a dumb teenager, I was like, kids already do this. They love this. Who knows? <laughs> that was probably just me and my weird friends. But I was like, all children do this. Let this me is a gift part of you life. with these terrifying <laughs> tales. No. So that summer... Uh, at one point, one of the other counselors, who was another longtime counselor, had overheard me. And we get into this whole conversation of swapping experiences. Okay. So instead of talking about ghost stories, we're talking about experiences. And I was like, you have to hear what happened to me over winter break. And I tell her the whole entire story. And I shit you not. This is why this is also important. She's like, they were nickels? And I was like, yes. She goes, did you ever look up what that means? And I was like. No, I didn't even think about. Yeah. I knew the nickel was significant, but we used to play cards with my grandma all the time. And we would bet money, which was like pennies and nickels. Uh And so I, when I found out it was a spirit, I just assumed it was my grandma because I didn't know how to communicate. I didn't know how to sense anybody. Well, she tells me that when our friend passed away the year before, that his mom had worked at a local elementary school and had all of these experiences finding dimes everywhere. Oh. At one point, she's in this old storage closet. Like, remember the old storage closets where there'd be, like, books? Like, they'd keep all the giant sets of chapter books and stuff like that. It was just a big book storage okay. closet. And she's in there sorting books. And she picks up a stack of books that's been there forever. And there's, like, six dimes flat in between these books. At one day at her house, her grandkids come running in. Grandma, Grandma, there's dimes everywhere. And there's a fucking trail of them. Trail leading into the house. There was another one leading into his sister's tent, camping. Camping out in the fucking woods. She goes, so we all looked it up for her. And they are very often tokens from spirits passing that died of, like, really unexpected death. Oh, okay. And they're reaching out. And they, it, so, sometimes I think that souls know where to go. I, but I, I think that we have been so conditioned to believe, like, we're not special. So a spirit would never visit us. Mm-hmm. Why would it? Do you see what I'm saying? And yeah. so, that's why I was like, oh, well, I'm sure it was my grandma. Well, when my friend, my coworker was sitting here telling me this unexpected death thing, I was like, who? What? Yeah. And I think it was the mom that my parents were at the funeral for that morning. Okay. Because she had died within like three weeks. Uh-huh. I mean, out of, out of absolutely nowhere. And I don't know if it was just because I had been like crazy, crazy opening myself back up. Weird stuff happened in that basement the whole time that we lived there. Hmm. And now that I'm older and she's a little bit more brave about it, my mom finally opened up and told me some of her stories about that house too. Okay. But that was a new house, if you remember. We had that house built. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that, but I remember it was new. We, I mean. On that little cul-de-sac. There's just like two houses. Um, I have a lot of theories about Arvada. I think that Arvada is on some weird, weird, weird land. That's accurate. Any of you that are local, so sorry. <laughs> any really of you that are that. local, 
you can look into and like search on Google, like Arvada's paranormal history, Arvada, Colorado. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And there was a, I can't remember what it was exactly called. Everyone calls it an insane asylum. And I don't think that that's technically a mental hospital. Correct. Yeah, but it was called something. Let's see. You guys are going to love this. You really should look it up. Yeah, the dark history of an abandoned institution. Okay. Mm. I'll put the link for it, everybody, too. Yeah, because this is the Denver it's Public the Library. It is called Ridge Home. That's right. You might have already heard of it. This only got shut down in the 90s. Oh. Like 92 or something that like that. this building got Guess shut where down? Guess where it was. Where? Super Target on 52nd and Kipling. What? Yes. Oh, my God. I was just there. And Target employees report all kinds of stuff. What? Yes. It's really, really fascinating. So wow. if you lived in the area and you went to high school at Arvada or A-West or anything, because RV obviously wasn't around at the time. Yeah. Um, it was a rite of passage to break into the old abandoned hospital. And I found all of this on a Facebook group page. Okay. For like our community, like our neighborhood. Yeah. And it's kind of like next door, but it's on Facebook, like a group. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's a terrible group. I hate it a lot, but it's very useful. It's drama. There's a lot of drama. There's too many people in it, and it's terrible. Oh, boy. We live in a real swing state, and so... <laughs> You're right. Okay. It's crazy. I just didn't think that's where this was going. I was like, can politics stay out of anything? No. And apparently the answer no. is no. Like, can't we and just talk about you should have stories? seen it on the ghost story. Oh, no. Politics were on the ghost story post, too. What? Yeah. Everyone really argues. It's a lot. But that's <sighs> why I hate the group. So it's annoying. mostly because it's a very useful group, but it's hard for it to be useful because everyone's arguing all the time. <laughs> But I was reading when you really comb through the stupid comments and get rid of them. You're really getting through there. YouTube, do you like this? Um, <laughs> I was reading some of the stories from people that were like our parents' age that uh, went to Arvada High School and stuff like that. Okay. That broke in there. And people are like, there were no cages in the basement. I don't know what you're talking about. And like four people were like, yes, there were. We broke in the basement. There really were cages down there. It's... It That's is crazy. If you ever watched the the documentary on Netflix, like Cropsy, Crosby? Cropsy. I think it's Cropsy. It's a similar one, I think, in Staten Island. This used to happen. It was really common where they would cut funding for yeah. hospitals like that. And the hospital had this long, dark history, too, of mm-hmm. how patients were treated and stuff like that. Well, they I didn't mean, know what they were doing back then. They were right, like, let's just... Right. Um, it's really, really, really fascinating. But the more that I do dig into Arvada's history, the more I do think that. And honestly, if you're from here, it starts making a lot of sense, I think. Mm -hmm. I think it's weird that none of us move very far and I feel like we always come back. Most people I've ever talked to, it's so weird that we all stay friends and stay in contact as much as we do with another. Because it's not a small town. Yeah, my three closest friends are all from Arvada. Yep. And that's like weird. Like I had a therapist one time that was like, what? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, well. You were like easy with the judgment, Brenda. Yeah. She was a (laughs) real judgy one. She was at the end. She really should have been 
holding herself accountable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, masking some of her Call it quits. Yeah. Let's, let's, it's okay. Pass the, <laughs> pass the torch on to somebody Let's know. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. You'll have to tell me more about this another yeah. time. You guys should look into it. But it's really, it's really, really fascinating. So I mostly want all of you to, to know that all of this stuff, like, it doesn't have to be this... <sighs> Studying the paranormal, talking about spirit work, it's not evil. And mm. it's not going to get you into trouble. And a Ouija board's not going to get you into trouble. It's not, that's just not how this stuff works. I really, really encourage you that if you are interested at all in actual, real, legitimate spirit work, that you start studying it. And you start first with learning the basics, like cleansing and protecting yourself in your space. And then you just study how what are the different ways that you can communicate with spirits and um what are the different experiences that other people have that are death witches or are spirit workers there's a lot so death witches do anything from communicating with the dead for the same reasons I use astrology, for example, to just mm. learn more about life and themselves um, or about their family or, or there's a lot of divination that you can do when you're communicating with spirits. But a death witch is also somebody that goes around to graveyards and cleans up litter and stuff like that oh, and cleans nice. headstones. And it's overall somebody with a really, really massive, it's more than just a respect for death and the dead. It's really, truly understanding and embracing the sacredness of death, mm. the, the sacredness of the necessity of death. And it is a very dark path, not like in a scary, again, you're going to be in danger way. It's dark because that's what death is. And that's okay. That doesn't notice that the word is not bad. It's not about good and bad. And if this does make you feel any better, most spirits or ghosts are not bad. They're mm -hmm. just people. And most of them don't know they're dead. Someone who really, scary. truly is stuck. <laughs> it is. It, it can definitely be startling. It yeah. can definitely be foreign feeling. It can definitely feel very anxious. I was more saying like not knowing you're dead is probably scary. Oh, that? Terrifying. Yeah, that sounds horrible. <laughs> <laughs> that, I would prefer to know, <laughs> to have no question. Totally agree. About my state of being. Definitely would not want to be stuck. Yeah, no, yeah. it's, yeah, that's, that's why a lot of death witches will go to, you can go to places. I would really caution you to have some serious right and like permission to go to a place and do this just so you know. I'm more talking about people that are invited to do this in a space, mm. okay? Not necessarily, because it is still a sacred thing, okay? And people's space is their space. So you don't just go on Google and find, where was there like a lot of violent death that happened? So I can go there and see if I can help a bunch of people cross over. That's not really your responsibility. You know mm. what I mean? That's not really your responsibility and depending on a lot of things about that area, you might be doing a lot more harm than good mm. by going there. Especially if, and I really need to say this, especially if you bring like white sage 
and you are not an indigenous person and mm. you bring a completely appropriated herb gotcha. that is not meant for your use to go like cleanse an area that you weren't even asked to or welcomed, which let's be honest, based on our history is probably already on stolen land anyways, wherever you're going. Yeah. If you're in the United States. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's why I was like pretty much literally anywhere you go. Yep. Yeah. And you keep, and you're not indigenous and you bring white sage to go cleanse an area that you were not asked to. That is not a good idea for anybody, including yourself. You really need death magic and spirit work requires a lot, a lot, a lot of respect, but it can still be really casual and fun. Like talking to spirits does not mean that I like put on a cloak and lipstick and I'm like lighting all my candles and I'm like, it can here. Of course. And sometimes it is. And that's amazing. But a lot and most times it's like, eh, eh, eh. like I just make my normal sounds and like, you know, like, like when you bump into somebody, I don't know how else to <laughs> describe it. Have you ever bumped into someone at the grocery store? Bump into a ghost. It's very like, whoop, whoop. Who? Huh. Sorry. Yeah. And it's that startle feeling. Mm. There was one night when I really, really started opening myself up. This was after I was practicing witchcraft. So I was like really trying. And I came out of the bathroom and someone was just sitting on the couch upstairs. <gasps> what? Yeah. And I went into bed. And I sat next to Jared and I was like, so was it on the couch out there? And he's the best. He was like, well, did you ask them who they were and what they're doing? Oh, and I was like, nice. no, I was uh, startled. And I came right in here. And then it was so scary because it was pitch black out. Yeah. In the, and our door was open. And he was like, hey, are you okay out there? I was like, don't talk to them. <laughs> it was so Did you just so see like funny. a shadow of a person? Yeah, very clear profile. Mm. extremely clear, um, extremely clear profile of an older lady, headset, curls of a lady of her age, glasses, Hmm. and like the exact profile. Um, I was able to like look up because it was such a popular hairstyle and glasses. Yeah. I was able to look up and show Jared like this is overall what I'm talking about. But there's several women family that could have fit this description yeah well um and we do have activity in our house we are the original owners of (laughs) nope shaking my head that was incorrect (laughs) sorry 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 my uh, this is what i meant to say i swear i didn't mean to take credit (laughs) my husband's grandparents are the original owners of the house and we purchased the home from them a few years ago (laughs) bless you thank you and a being in arvada on whatever creepy Strike soil one. that this is. And B, um, a lot of families have come through here. So keep in mind that any building, whether it's a house, whether it's, um, it could be a hospital, anywhere, anywhere where like large volumes of people were coming and staying regularly, energy builds in that area no matter mm, what, no okay. matter what. So that's, sometimes it builds and manifests and it depends on what energy is brought into the house. But if you have this family bringing a lot of love and care for for each other, no one's perfect, but you know what I mean? They're Mm -hmm. bringing that to the table their very best. That kind of protective energy 
will be built in the house. There might be houses that you have lived in from your childhood or something that you're like, I always felt safe there in a mm-hmm. way I, I never felt safe anywhere else, even though I've been just as safe. You know what I mean? Okay. There's so when you build a lot of energy at a place, it'll manifest. It still goes for a family that brings a lot of shitty energy to a house. Mm-hmm. And this is actually how poltergeists form. Poltergeists are not human beings that passed over. They're manifested energy of like tension and resentment and anger and like unresolved problems that people, it's like that yucky energy that people keep bringing and bringing. And these are the types of energies that can attach to families and attach to places and attach to people. That's why it's not really like the Hollywood sense Mm. where you roll the dice and the house that you land on, it's much more connected to you. That's why you don't have to be so worried as much about going to different haunted houses. It's more about like, where are you haunted? Where's your family history? What was your childhood like? What connections and attachments have you had throughout your life of people that have passed over? Mm -hmm. You and I have talked a lot. I've had a lot of people die. Yeah, I've, I've, I've had a lot of people die. And so it made sense when I started studying all this. I have a lot of attachments to the other side of the veil. Okay. A lot of people that I formed a very, very personal bond with mm-hmm. passed away. And that connection, that soul bond doesn't just end. And so that's not to say that if you haven't had very many people pass away, that you, you can't have connections or, or form your own connection across the veil necessarily. But, oh my gosh, hi, we have a couple of little visitors down here. But it does mean that, that's really not to say that you have had to have a lot of people pass away in your life um, in order to have some kind of connection or to form a connection across the veil or to be a death witch or or to do spirit work. It just means that it's another one of those things that as you get older, it makes sense if it's something that you had a natural like affinity or a connection to if you did have a lot of death in your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, okay. definitely. What do you think about all of this? How do you feel about all this? Have you ever heard of like death magic and all this stuff? Did you know I was a death witch? I did not know you were a death witch. I think a death witch. <laughs> a death witch. In a way. Just kidding. Um, I did not know that. Um, I don't know a lot of things. In general, as a general rule, I don't know a lot of things. I definitely don't know a lot about this. Recently, my mom's kind of got into that, like your your soul. Her belief is like your soul picks your body, and so that's why kids like have a lot of these beliefs about past lives and all that kind of okay. stuff. So she's kind of introduced me to some of it, but I don't know a lot about it. What I like about what you're saying, I mean, I like a lot of what you're saying, but just like that, this does this stuff doesn't have to be good or bad. It just is, and we have a lot of like understandings that like death and the dead or whatever are these like out out to like get us and haunt us and that sort of thing and I like that what you're saying is like no that's not the case they're just here yeah existing yeah the way that we exist in a totally different place Mm -hmm. and not necessarily the way that we exist right but I mean you see what I mean yeah and I think people probably have a lot would have a lot more of these stories if they were opened up to it but we're kind of like if you close that door then you're just like oh I guess I had a nickel tucked in my how many nickels did I have tucked in my underpants yeah, exactly. like how is this exactly. how is this happening yeah you like figure out how to rationalize something so once you're open to something you'll it's like confirmation bias yes so if you're not open to that then you wouldn't know but no. if you're open to it 
I'm sure that a lot more people would have these experiences yes. if that's what they were open to seeing. That is a huge thing that I've noticed is, <laughs> I've had this talk with my husband a lot of times, um, the biggest skeptics or cynics, or if you're just going to close yourself off, mm-hmm. you exactly, you're never going to have an experience because you will find a way to rationalize it no matter what. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's life. Like that's, I talk about that a lot with my clients is like, if you've already decided that something is off the table for you, then it will be. Yes. If you've decided this experience or this emotion or this thought or this whole thing is off the table, you, it will be for sure. But that's because you've decided that. Right. If you're not going to believe in something, right. It's, that's why I've never been in the business of wanting to like prove these things. Mm -hmm. I usually, um, I actually don't do cleansings for people and stuff. I've been asked to do like cleansings and stuff. And I really, I teach people how to do them for themselves because I refuse to keep fueling this myth almost, this reputation that these entities and energies have power over us. And this Mm -hmm. is the most important part of everything I'm going to say. That's why I'm saving it for the end here. This is the most important thing to remember. No matter what, no matter what it is that you're working with or dealing with, you have the power to protect yourself from it Mm -hmm. and you have the power to get rid of it. It's probably the first and most important like rule to remember after you become a witch Mm. or if you're going to practice divination work because, you know, any kind of divination is opening the door, right? It's opening some kind of door to somewhere to get information. You can do this in a multitude of ways, but it's kind of like plugging into the network almost. Mm -hmm. Um, And to do that, you need to be protected properly. But if you go in there with a shadow of a doubt about it, Mm -hmm. Do you see what I'm, that's the most important part is knowing that you already have that power. The big, I, Mm. so when you kind of become the neighborhood witch, this is literally why I named my company that witch next door, because I've always just felt like the neighborhood witch. Ah. Um, You get hit up for stuff, which is totally fine and very welcome because I love all of this stuff. I find, however, that most people don't want to be the solution to their own problem. Oh, yeah. Okay. They want me and think that I am the solution to the problem. Mm -hmm. And I find most people, pun intended, ghost me. (laughs) (laughs) I can relate to that. They do. Because I won't say I'm going to come do a cleansing or I'm going to do a long distance cleansing. I just tell them how to do it and like Uh herbs they could buy or different ways you can cleanse and websites they can go on and they get mad. And I'm just like... I really personally, and I know several very experienced witches that would agree with me. Um, I think the most powerful thing that you can do to protect yourself or cleanse yourself is you do it. I will always think that. I will never think somebody Mm -hmm. else's power has more influence in your life than your own. I will Mm -hmm. never, ever think that. No matter what kind of power we're talking about, I don't think I'll ever think that. I always have the most influence over my own life and experience, right? Mm-hmm. The same goes for for spirit work and stuff. I mean, I, I, it, well, magic in general, you really do have to have that belief. If you don't have that belief and you have that fear, that deep fear, and every time you think about, spe- like, you're fascinated and you like researching and reading stories and stuff, but 
you're really, really scared to like call on a spirit to do a tarot reading, don't do it. That's okay. You don't have to. Mm. You don't have to do anything that makes you feel scared. But I would encourage you to define, to identify and define the difference between real fear and like anxiety of something foreign. Mm. I was going to say that like you want to be cautious of like being afraid of certain feelings. Yes. Like being scared is okay. Exactly. It doesn't automatically mean you're in Like there's a healthy amount of fear that goes with anything. Yeah. And like if you can accept that, yes, I'm going, part of this means that I'm going to be scared. Exactly. That's okay. You don't want to go out of your threshold, I guess, whatever that threshold is for you. But like it's okay to feel discomfort and scared. Right. And that really trusting in that judgment because you're going to know when something feels evil and wrong, that's your intuition, but that's different than feeling uncomfortable mm-hmm. or feeling nervous about something or just feeling scared about something. That's, that's what I mean. So, um, this was really fascinating. This is one of my favorite subjects in general to talk about. I'm excited to keep talking about it more and more on the show. I would love to answer any questions at all that this provoked in you anything that we talked about today how'd you like christy did you like her be honest we want to have her back be honest be, don't don't hold don't back. blow just smoke kidding. up my ass hold okay <laughs> i'm like whoa you hold back unless it's something very nice to say <laughs> um i can handle christy is amazing and thank you for being oh here. yeah Seriously. thanks for having me this really is very fun it. i would love it's to come back quite a ride and that's a really <laughs> great look into our relationship yeah actually it's good yeah there was a (laughs) but remember you said we could also have very deep conversations i don't know if you actually said that in this podcast or if you and i were talking about that that it can be total i said it at some point i remember saying it yeah until it's not and we're serious too sometimes yeah so if you heard us say that at the beginning of the episode great and if not we're saying (laughs) it now we have the ability to do both christy's definitely going to come on again she is a I don't think I ever mentioned this, and I'm really sorry. She's a wonderfully skilled and amazingly talented. Talented? Is that the right word? Knowledgeable therapist. I was like, what is the descripting word? Yeah, I am a therapist. I am. I am. I do that. (laughs) I have the loans to prove it. Um. (laughs) She is. And I want to have her back on a couple of times to really dig into some of the different things that we talk about around here, because I think that we both have very unique, different perspective and Mm -hmm. very open-minded with each other. Yeah, I think so too. I'll be back, hopefully. She'll be back. I'll be back. (laughs) Listen, we're 90s kids and we have to do Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Okay. Sorry, governor. And on that note. Are you a real governor? He's not the governor. He's not. He is not. Sorry, old governor. (laughs) Governor. Old governor. Not the right kind of governor. All right. Everybody, this was amazing. Thank you for coming and hanging out with Christy. And as always, I hope that you have the best magical weekend. Really get into Halloween. I am going to be uh, celebrating my birthday and talking with ghosties and doing pumpkin stuff. I'm so excited. Don't forget this weekend, if you want to book uh, the offer with me and Kate, our Align and Attract pop-up offer, you can get over $200 off of that Whoa. offer. Yeah, if you book this weekend, either today, the 29th, news. tomorrow, the 30th, or Sunday, the 31st, we are limiting this to a very, very, very small amount of people because it's only going to be like a two-week offer, okay? You don't want to miss it. Let me know if you have any questions. 
We love you. So much. Stay magical out there. Ooh, I like that. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of That Witch Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard here today, I would be really grateful if you would head over to iTunes right now and leave a super nice five-star review. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at thatwitch.nextdoor. I love connecting with all of you outside the show. Keep those questions, keep those comments coming. You can send fan art, suggestions for topics on the show. You can nominate people to be interviewed on the show. Send anything like that to thatwitchnextdoor at gmail.com. And if you'd like to work together, I am offering a really amazing mentorship program. I'm only offering a very, very limited number of spots. You can submit your application and learn more on my website. And you can also book a one-on-one session with me at thatwitchnextdoor.com. Thank you so much again, and I'll see you all next week. 